You are listening to the Beyond a Survivor podcast. I'm Karen Messina, and my goal is to share all of my knowledge, lived experience, and survivor stories with all of you. Together, we will talk about everything that will help you triumph over trauma, because there is so much more beyond being a survivor. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Beyond a Survivor. This is episode 179. Your nervous system is show, not tell. All right. Well, first of all, how is everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing great. I'm not sure where you live, but here in Western New York, it is still snowing and still cold. But there is spring coming eventually. Easter is coming all the things that make us feel good, um, I hope, are on the horizon, and we can have some warm weather to look forward to. And, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to just having some flowers around, which I haven't seen a lot of lately. I love flowers. Those are my favorite thing. Anyway, so this episode your nervous system is show, not tell, uh, prompted by Mastin Kip, who is the trauma expert. And I've been really enjoying all of his works. I did a trauma-informed um, certification with him, and I just love everything he has to say about this. He's very knowledgeable. And if you haven't read his book, Claim Your Power, you should do that. So a lot of the stuff I talk about is stuff that he has developed. But I kind of, you know, um, add to it and get a little more into it based on my experiences. So which of these things kind of relates to you when I say your experiences? So when I say show, not tell, this means that it is experience it experiences that heal us, not just thoughts or a thought process. So I've talked about this before, but I want to elaborate more on this point. This is just the fact that experiences are what got us here. And it's going to take experiences to move us past this, this point. We tend to want to think our way out of things or make sense of it or analyze it or analyze what happened and try to figure it out. That's why you get a headache. You're like, I'm, my head is pounding. I'm just so tired of trying of thinking about this, trying to figure out what happened or figure out a way to make things better with our thoughts and with our knowledge. We find ourselves saying things like, how did this happen? I'm smarter than this. I've heard that a lot. Or I can figure out how to stop feeling this way. Those kinds of thoughts won't really help you a lot. Just think about this. It's experiences that traumatize us and it's disconfirming experiences that untraumatize us. Quote by Mastin Kip. And I loved it when I heard him say it and I thought, yes, that is it. If we think about the fact that what did it take to get you to where you were at? What happened to you from when you were a child at some point when you were having fun and just being a kid and then, or maybe it was well past that. Maybe it was when you were an adult. 
and there an, an experience happened that caused you to feel a thing that caused you to feel maybe um, insecure about something, or maybe it was when you got into the workplace. So, you know, we just don't know when things happen. Sometimes we're very clear on when something happened. Like I know exactly when and how this happened. So, but whatever it was, it was an experience that happened that traumatized you maybe. So what, what you need to do is create and find a disconfirming experience. It is what we need to do to stop feeling sad and hurt and guilty or whatever feelings come up for you. The key is that we need safe disconfirming experiences. And I want you to keep that in mind through all of this safe disconfirming experience. So safety is so important in the healing process. Feeling safe is imperative. And I'm not talking about feeling safe, like, do you have enough locks on your doors or do you have an alarm system in your home? Although all those things are good things and I recommend having them, <laughs> but that's not the kind of safety I'm talking about. I mean, do you feel emotionally safe enough with the people around you, the people you live with or your intimate partner? Can you express your feelings safely without worry? So what kind, what would I be worried about? You might ask, what, what kinds of worry? And I mean, your past experience may have caused you to feel afraid to speak up or be a leader or have ideas or express your dreams. So for example, you may have been, you know, seen a better way to do something in one of your relationships. But the people or the person in your life would maybe constantly shut you down and tell you, well, that's not going to work. And it seems simple, but over time, that will start to get under your skin, trust me. Or maybe someone spoke to you in a belittling, demeaning, or condescending way a lot in your relationship with that person, whether it's, it's a work relationship or an intimate partner or just family or friends. It's funny, I was just talking with a friend about this episode today, and we were talking about our PTSD around getting let go from a job and how that feeling comes up when you start a new job and feeling like at any moment, the same thing's going to happen and you will be let know that you are being let go. And I really think I want to coin that phrase because I typed it and I thought, oh, I love that. You will be let know that you are being let go. Those words are crushing. She was explaining that that um, she let her new employer know what happened at her old job, but this new employer kept reinforcing the fact that she was a valuable employee to them and they would not be letting her go anytime soon. So this was the constant reinforcement over time, which is the disconfirming experience she needed to know that her past experience was not going to be her present or future experience. I think she said something about the old job um, was family owned. And when the one of the sons or something um, finished school, they brought him in and out the door, she got booted. And so the next place she worked also had a family member who was coming in and they knew that this was sensitive for her. And they kept saying, now, don't you worry. 
You're not going away. Don't worry about your job. Your job is solid. That's the kind of disconfirming experience that I'm talking about. Part of the problem with our past was that over time, we didn't notice how badly we were being treated. It becomes normal to us to be treated badly. And the wound then gets deeper and harder to notice over time. Now, I'm speaking not only of that example, but like in a bad abusive relationship you it starts out slowly and if you're familiar with abuse it starts out slowly you don't even notice it and pretty soon you are in it so deep and you have all these wounds that you're just ignoring so when you try to start a new relationship what you will be afraid of is some of those past attacks on you or that negative energy towards you cropping up again like when you tried to express a better way to do something and you got shot down or worse yet, eliminating you or letting you go from a relationship or a job. That's the fear. That's what people are worried about. And sometimes we don't know we're afraid of it. So then when we're presented with a new opportunity, you're triggered by certain things. And unless you have some coaching around it or you have a good handle on it, you could respond in a way that might be a little offensive or inappropriate. So that was a simple example, but just know that over time being treated that way will totally affect you and your self-worth and how you feel about yourself. This is where we get into trouble. This is what happened to me when I was younger. I didn't feel, I just didn't have a lot of self-worth for a lot of reasons when I was a kid. And then I made it worse by, you know, obviously not having any kind of help around it but I just didn't feel worthy of a lot of things. And then it starts to affect the way you interpret your own self-worth and can I do this job? Should I reach for that relationship? Am I able to do these things? And if your internal dialogue is no, I'm not worthy of this or that, then that's where you get into trouble. More extreme examples are the ones of abuse. And those go down a really dark rabbit hole. So how do you feel safe? I know I say that a lot and I know you're probably saying, well, what does that mean? How do I feel safe? Well, the disconfirming experience plays a big part here. Just like the example I just gave you, if you meet people that are the opposite of the people that created your emotional stressors and they prove to you that when you try to express a better way to do something, your ideas are welcomed, not met with resistance or negativity, or they're reinforced that you are a valuable person in this in particular relationship. That is one disconfirming experience. There are so many depending on what happened to you. And I always talk about the abusive partner and you your experiences that all men are terrible or all women are terrible and you're never going to date again. And then you meet somebody who's amazing. And of course, that's your disconfirming experience. Your nervous system wants to see change, be disproved, have a better experience. And it wants it over time. Repetition is how you create a new neural pathway. So a neural pathway is a series of connected neurons or nerve cells, which is your nervous system that sends signals from one part of the brain to another. Your brain wants to see and feel a new experience 
and it will in turn create a new pathway. So think about it. The old pathways are the ones that we laid down over all the years of pain and trauma and hurt. And that's where your brain's going to go because that's what your brain remembers. It's its job to remember things. So the old pathways are the ones that are filled with fear and pain and hurt and have been running the show up until now. Your brain will go to what it knows in response to something, right? So I say that's its job because, for example, if you're studying to be a lawyer or a doctor, you want your brain to remember what you studied, right? It's going to go to what it knows. But on the other hand, it's also going to go to all the other things that it knows, like the pain and the fear. So if you are with a new person and make a suggestion, your thoughts are going to go straight to the neural pathway that says, he's going to shoot me down, or I'm not smart enough, or this is a bad idea. That's what it's going to remember. Those thoughts will cause you to act or react in a way that puts you back in the past and also puts you on the defensive and oftentimes keeps you stuck there. Plus, your reaction may not be welcomed or viewed as problematic. And I say that because that's happened to a lot of people where you might be reacting in a way that in like, say the workplace and people around you might be like, well, that was unnecessary or that was uncalled for. Oh my gosh. I know so many people like this. I can't even tell you. And they don't know they're doing it. And when you have the tools to understand that about people, not only the things that you're doing, but if you're dealing with people who are dealing with this, they are reacting to you in a way that you might be like, well, that was unnecessary. And I was telling my friend today, this very thing, I so many times wanted to say to this woman who I say was suffering from toxic positivity. And if you don't know what that is, look that up. But um, she would respond in a way that was so inappropriate. And she probably had a past and she probably wasn't dealing with it well. And I just wanted, if I could have thought about it at the time, which I didn't, I wish I would have said, oh my, that was unnecessary. <laughs> that was what I wanted my response to be. But I thought that of course in my head, and then I just walked away. But if over time you are with people who love your ideas and welcome you and embrace your emotions you are now laying down a new pathway that becomes the new normal for you. It becomes your disconfirming experience and your brain will remember that feeling and that pathway and will go there first, which is what you want. You now feel safe and able to share your thoughts and feelings without fear. You are showing your nervous system that this is safe. We can't talk our way out of things. Your nervous system is show, not tell. We have to create a new, safe, healthy experience that push us into our future. The future where we are in control of our feelings and we are in control of our outcomes. All right, everybody. I love you all. And I will talk to you all next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hello, if you are interested in moving from a survivor to a thriver in your life and or your business, I have a six month coaching solution just for you. 
This is how it works. We meet one-on-one, once a week on a coaching call from the comfort of your own home or office. I meet you where you are at right now in your journey so that we can move forward from here. We will identify where you are stuck and put a plan in place and a path to follow to your success. If that sounds good to you, just hop over to my website at karenmessina.com and sign up for your confidential consultation. What do you have to lose? Can't wait to meet you.